This podcast is offered by Hakkabai Zen Center on the web at hakkabai.org. Our programs are made possible by the generosity of people like you. Good morning. Do you have any question this morning? Good, uh, no question. (laughs) You could shout. Everyone familiar with uh, Hridaya Sutra, Hridaya. Mm. Soul or Heart Sutra. Mm. Holy words. This Heart Sutra, uh, we have uh, a few different uh, texts. Condensed Mahayana uh, teaching in which the observation of relativity in the phenomenal world, the rule of relativity was observed mm. the setup of the sutra is kind of dramatic you don't know what's going on is it Avalokiteshvara's teaching or Buddha's teaching or according to Shariputra's 
mind state teaching came revealed we don't know what's going on no eyes no ears no nose you count those strange phrases what does that mean while we are in the actual living suffering you say no suffering no origin of suffering telling a lie, so to speak, when you chant. <coughs> mm. Somehow, uh, the Sutra, Fridaya Sutra, uh, condensed to uh, Buddhist teaching in such short uh, recitable sutra easy to memorize it's come from uh, many many hundred volumes of uh, prajna paramita teaching. Prajna Paramita is a Prajna excellent wisdom which go go beyond uh, suffering of dualism we are caught up with. Mm. Sutra speak of Buddha's uh, samadhi. Uh, He was uh, into samadhi in that samadhi, Shariputra and Avalokiteshvara and all images of Bodhisattvas, Shravaka. Shravaka is people who listen Buddha's teaching. Shri Shravaka is a people who actually had the opportunity to hear the Buddha's voice and teaching in their heart. <clears throat> Pratyeka Buddha is a, uh, another uh, kind of sage who who 
accomplish their practice in this life basically alone without uh, ongoing relationship with teacher Pratyeka Buddha like free thinker, free practicers Shurabaka, Pratyeka, and many of Bodhisattvas, Mahasattvas, Bodhisattvas, uh, awakening being, Mahasattvas is awakened being. Maha is a limitless being. Usually you say Bodhisattva, Mahasattva as a pair of concept. One is striving for absolute perfection. One is Mahasattva is one who didn't die, didn't finish their life even after Mahabodhi, great awakening. They stay among people, come back to people and live with people, Mahasattva. <clears throat> this movement of Mahayana practices, teachings uh, appear around uh, Christ time uh, and uh, India was very much uh, in chaos many foreign um, tribes are invading and, uh, from uh, high countries um, from far west from east many big change were happening at that time and uh, Within uh, Buddhist practice, within Hindu practice, there was great confusion at that time. Ordinary people couldn't relate with Buddhist teaching unless you officially ordained as a, or initiated as a Buddhist society, Hindu generation. <clears throat> so basically out of necessity of the society, 
which was very chaotic state, many wars invading Patrus, uh, protecting Patrus are going on. Mm. In the midst of danger, people start to perceive the possibility of uh, survive mm. instead of just to uh, get crazy about situation. Mm or being influenced by circumstance and uh, become part of destruction, destructive uh, energy. You uh, like uh, seeing truth of Relativity, which uh, we say uh, interdependent uh, existence. Mm. This is uh, not uh, denial of uh, traditional uh, religious faith especially to the being of absolute. It is not set forth against the religious doctrine, but simply what you have gotten was realized. <clears throat> but what kind of mind is observing the truth of relativity is one thing we have to pay attention which appears as a state of samadhi of Shakyamuni Buddha in the Samadhi of Shakyamuni, profound view of co-depending origination, how things are existing, is observed. So, Avalokiteshvara, who is not to mm. of course uh, Bodhisattva Avalokiteshvara is one of representative image of Mahayana Buddhist full of compassion all-sided knowledge, all-sided knowledge, what, what is that? 
true compassion, it's a, it's a boundless energy to share with people with situation. <clears throat> Doesn't need to be a man or a woman. It's according to the action it manifests. You look sutra again and see what's going on. In the end, Buddha confirmed that as if he said Avalokiteshvara taught properly. Main subject is emptiness. Emptiness. <laughs> Big subject. We, we, we don't get into that. What emptiness? Closest, closest English word. Shunyata is a word in Sanskrit. Shunyata. Shunya is a mathematical word. It is something you remind you zero in terms of foundation of all numbers possible to be measured from or measured toward zero original point which doesn't have a point but it is an active place, so to speak. Things are able to exist. It has time and place contained in it. It's not like vacuum when things appear, things destroyed immediately. It's not void or akasha, space where nothing can exist. <clears throat> you may you may imagine that all the world, the existing world as it is, is uh, captured by a mind uh, which can see its nature and 
nature of the things. Very strange situation we are in. Mm. But here, as a kind of small, uh, like theater, like setup, no Buddha, it's there and uh, into meditation, and the, in the meditation, this teaching appear. So we have problem. No? where we are at in relationship with uh, sutra, contents of sutra. <coughs> Every theory, Buddhist theories, uh, developed over 500 years uh, before the sutra, uh, all uh, drawn into this uh, discourse of sutra. Mm, four noble truths, twelve uh, course of uh, pratitya samyutpada co-depending origination and cessation process of uh, twelve causation mm. and the eighteen uh, realms of uh, our experiential field. No. Mm. Eighteen is uh, three times six. Six, uh, five aggregate and con- manobhijnana, consciousness, mind consciousness, that's six. And uh, uh, Object of five Indriya, six uh, consciousness. It's uh, again counted. Uh, and then um, seeing, tasting, uh, so for six, the function of this five aggregate and six of consciousness. <clears throat> so makes eighteen. Those are all from Abhidharma teaching. Mm. Chinese tradition, we say, Mu, do you, you have heard, everyone read this word, Mu, 
Muisa. Mm. Another word of Shunyata. Uh, translation of Shunyata uh, into Chinese is Ku. Ku is uh, same characters. Sky, blue sky, nothing in it but a blue empty space. But for daily use of word, Mu was more closer to our uh, understanding. Mu literally means nothing, nothing. No existence, no thing is seen there, nothing. This is a strange word we we have this kind of ability to see or to understand that there is such thing, nothing. <laughs> Even you don't quite able to experience it as existing dynamic. It's absurd to experience nothing. So what we are always looking for or even end up seeing its final knowledge is this, nothing. Um, we want to have something, you know, <laughs> uh, something tasty or uh, eatable, uh, or something make you uh, blissful, peaceful, um, exciting, something. Uh, useful, so to speak, <laughs> for your being, but nothing doesn't make sense. <clears throat> this shows the truth of uh, existing entity as uh, relative condition. But here uh, we have uh, we have to look at ourselves not to look at somebody else and make theory of out of your observation but 
to look into your own self. Since nobody except you are available to do this business, dark inside. Mind state is dark in its blindness. Physically, only when sun, moon shine on your body, skin appear as little white or black or yellowish. Inside of it is really dark, bloody. It seems nothing else in it, but something this fresh, fresh, bloody. Don't know which direction this energy is directed. Over many thousand years we have established some knowledge of as a member of human condition. But it is simply relative knowledge. You don't have, we don't have quite final knowledge what we are. What this human being is. Always open the question into the future. Human could be this way. Human next century is human could be this way instead of uh, killing monsters. come together every morning and sit very unusual activity (laughs) even as a school activity it is very unusual exceptional activity Mm. as I said we, as a, each individual human being, except fully enlightened ones among you, most of us are utterly blind. 
don't know other people almost at all. About, we don't know about ourselves almost at all. Very strange <laughs> existence. And when flash of knowledge comes to you and everything seems crystal clear, now you say, I am knowledge. Start to teach people about it. A few years later, you discover it wasn't quite quite uh, final knowledge, you know. <laughs> we, we don't know where we come from in the first place. We don't know when and where we are going. It should, those should be uh, covered. <laughs> Sometimes I think that way. Maybe we shouldn't know those things. And just uh, feel hungry sometime and uh, go to uh, field and pick food, or chase the fish in the <clears throat> some animals in the mountain and eat them. Without preparing ourselves to even expect to awakening of a body sattva it's almost absurd to get into that state no, while you are not, I'm not ready. But uh, awakening takes place and uh, most of us uh, freak out. <laughs> Don't know what to do with it. <laughs> End up going to mental hospital or something and and given uh, doses of tranquilizer or something. <laughs> I have a very big problem in this area. There is no, no person to really speak about your experience. You're even embarrassed to speak about it. Most of you have a diary, secret diary, (laughs) in which your secret Achievement is all written down. Nobody can see it. 
only very close person you can share a little part of it. <laughs> <coughs> mm. Those things have uh, your achievement of your understanding up to today has a long, long history. It go way beyond your one life, many lives before you. It's just like your heartbeat. You think heartbeat started from some time ago, like 10 years, 50 years, 70 years ago. That's why we are not sure. No, it must be continuing way before you have arrived here. This beat of heart uh, didn't come from uh, so-called it nothing. Nothing creates anything. Something was going on so that you, your beings appeared. Biologically, you have endless beginning. We don't know when, so we say endless, beginningless. The first Zazen instruction, meditation instruction, we were told uh, posture physical posture and breath and mind. All these sits, mind sits, as body sits, as breathing sits. We don't know which comes first. Any of those can come first. Usually, mind sits first, and then breathing starts. And then you find, finally, a driving It will become ten, tense when you come into this room. And then finally body get relaxed about ten minutes. 
after you sit. All those times, mind is trying to take place of original state, mind wish to be. <coughs> We tend to start with the visible part first, and invisible later on. That is, we spoke, body, mind, body goes first, breath goes next, and finally something called mind. You scream that my mind cannot sit. What shall I do? <laughs> it's none of my business. But you feel that it has to be controlled and sit. Mind has to sit as body sits. <coughs> Is it truly so? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> discussion about uh, how to sit in meditation, about posture, about breath, about how to, how to observe your own mind, state of your mind. Mm. Is this just exercise, or is this uh, something more? Mm. Think about uh, when you are little fish-like existence in, uh, in your mother's womb. That shows uh, ancient history of you, or our human existence. Way before human took human shape, there was a little dynamic going on. Powerful, powerful life manifestation. Looks like small, like a, a molecule state, but background of that phenomena, setup of that existence. As a u- unity of uh, 
being and non-being. Non-being means uh, uh, place, time, place where matter can be existing. <coughs> the reason why such being has caused to exist, the cause and the reasons and the purpose of that existence appearing. About two years old, two and a half years old, this individual uh, existence among all existence start to uh, say, what is this? Who am I? Amazing to discover there is a way to move around. You can go close to whatever you wish to be or you wish to have. Mind uh, reached to it first, and then body follow close to it, and finally confirm it was what you have been searching. Mm. We might talk about, uh, discuss about uh, what does it mean by being enlightened. Mm. It is something to do with your uh, going back to, uh, going back to what you actually are. It's not like uh, what you become as an ideal. It's not someday or somewhere uh, from this place, from what you are. And sitting in meditation, sitting in, uh, sit, sitting, being as who you are, is something to do with this uh, uh, facing to your own uh, true figure, not made up or thought or uh, wish to be. Any question up until now?
through this A very pointless talk. <laughs> ah. How does uh, compassion come out of emptiness? Sounds very f- fancy, no, by just the sound of word, no, out of compassion, and you do this. You, if you say that, no one can say it's no good. <laughs> very fancy stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> I know it is something fancy. <laughs> it relates with this deep, painful knowledge of selflessness. Now you are. Out of job, so to speak. <laughs> you, you, you don't benefit. You, if you, there is a speck of beneficial mind attached to energy, it cannot be compassionate. It becomes some kind of negoti- negotiation. Intense, uh, how can I say, promise or something. <clears throat> Compassionate mind is a very foolish mind in, in one way. You, it just drains your energy, years of work, and you feel you are stupid doing that. And yet, uh, you cannot uh, help it. You have to do it. <laughs> it's in a demand. Even it's not beneficial at all. You do it. Sitting is the best example. It's a compassionate deed in the first place. Because you don't know uh, you're going to make thousands or two million dollars by this sitting. (laughs) It may be, (laughs) but uh, you don't care about it. Most precious time you sleep in sitting, no. <laughs> very bad. 
it, it is not the answer. It, I don't know about it. <laughs> we discuss about it. Think about it. About the meditation walking. Walking. Hi. This this is called Bajra Mudra. Congo Ken. Bajra Mudra. You your thumb. This is uh, um, said uh, hu- human being, this being, and uh, Ashura, uh, Ashura, no? and uh, last one is a uh, hero being, so to speak. Thirsty being and animals, Ashura, human, and this this one is a uh, heaven, uh, arhat. How does it go? Shurabaka. heaven, and what it goes. Mm. Shurabaka, Pratyeka Buddha, Shurabaka, these are arhats, and Bodhisattva, and the last one is Buddha. And when you sit in lotus position, all four fingers touch, and Buddha hand support human hand in in the palm like this and the second knuckles touch together and then it it close to your body and Buddha hand Buddha finger and human finger touch their tips and uh, electric impulses go between this like a, like a spark of energy if you completely touch uh, even you press them you feel Mudra disappear. Whole thing become a part of your body. When your tip of your thumb start to separate, you don't feel that feeling. There is a place you start to feel the electric electric pulses start before you touch it. 
This is when you sit, your mudra go in front of your belly, and center of your hara, which is about two inches below four fingers below your neck. That is where center of this mudra takes place. In your mudra, when you meditate, so your mind is around your stomach. Instead of mind go moment after moment go travel somewhere else, you, you keep your mind here. Or if you keep your hand on your uh, legs by your knees, there is a different sensation go with it. Again, your mind stay around your body. When you do kinshin, walking or standing meditation, uh, your mind, it's, you could try about one knuckle-wise between your heels and about two fist-wide between your and feel like you are grabbing the ground with your and go back and forth sideways This is much easier position to breathe deeper. First few breaths you go with mouth, empty yourself. And grasp your And the line of finger nails, you don't grasp it too hard. And then last finger, position of last finger is at your solar plexus.
And there are two ways in this position. After you cover this Vajra Mudra with right hand, you keep these arms, joint arms, like a cross, body, the cross. And from both elbow you give a slight strength toward your mudra. You p- push from both sides, not too hard, and relax your shoulder. Each breath you go half step forward, which means you are not walking actually, you are still meditating. Another breath you go forward, inhalation and touch the soul to breathe out. And then, end of exhalation, your left other heel start to go up. And then, gently slide on and exhale. So at this point, uh, you don't uh, close your eyes. That uh, tension of alertness is same as sitting time. Sitting should be alert. And mind should be rather activated when you Mm. Think about wh- which direction you are walking in meditation. <laughs> Strange question, but uh, why you stood up? Why you are walking? Sometimes you think about it. <coughs> now, mm. when when you go back and sit. It is time to to finish. What time is it? Twelve, twelve. Thank you. Good afternoon. Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by Hakkabai Zen Center. Our Dharma Talks are offered free of charge, and this is made possible by the donations we receive. Your support helps us to continue to offer the Dharma. For more information about Hakkabai and how to give, please visit us on the web 
at huckabye.org.